Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to Palace Intrigue. I am your host, Mark Francis. From the mirror, the Queen has been amazing as she mourns the death of her husband, Prince Philip. Tributes, including gun salutes across the UK, were paid to the Duke of Edinburgh over the weekend, as the 94-year-old monarch was comforted by family and friends. It is said that the monarch was at Prince Philip's side when he died peacefully in his sleep in his private apartment at Windsor Castle. Philip reportedly spent his final days confined to his apartment, spending time with his wife and insisting on looking after himself as he continued to write letters and speak to loved ones on the phone. Before the Duke of Edinburgh is laid to rest, he will be examined by a member of the medical household who will determine the cause of his death. It is likely this will take place in their medical wing of Windsor Castle. Then the Duke will be placed in a coffin which will be taken to St. George's Chapel within the Windsor Castle grounds. Because Philip requested not to have a state funeral, he will not lie in state when a royal is placed inside a coffin so that members of the public can pay their respects. Buckingham Palace confirms that Prince Philip's funeral will take place on Saturday the 17th at 3pm at St. George's Chapel on the grounds of Windsor Castle. Details shared by the Mirror include that a procession will take the coffin from the state entrance of Windsor Castle through the quadrangle and into St. George's Chapel along a route lined by his military associations and patronages. These include representatives from the Royal Navy, the Royal Marines, the Royal Air Force, the 4th Battalion Royal Regiment of Scotland, ceremonial bodyguards, and the military knights of Windsor. The coffin will be flanked by pallbearers, also drawn from the Duke's special relationships. The eight-minute ceremonial procession, which will feature members of the royal family, the Duke's personal protection officer, his personal secretary, two pages and two valets, will finish at 3pm to allow for the minute's silence. Buckingham Palace confirmed Philip's final journey in his most trusted ride in keeping with his final wishes. Philip's coffin will be ferried from Windsor Castle to St. George's Chapel in a custom-made Land Rover he helped design himself. And after his death on Friday, striking historical photographs resurfaced of a sharply dressed young Philip and the Queen reclining on a Land Rover as they took in horse trials through binoculars. The mirror reminds us that only 30 people, in addition to the clergy, will be allowed to be present in St. George's Chapel, Windsor Castle, on April 17th, according to current coronavirus guidelines. A quick guess at the list, the Queen's four children and their spouses, Prince Charles and Camilla, Princess Anne and Vice Admiral Sir Timothy Lawrence, Prince Andrew, Prince Edward and Sophie Wessex. That's eight, including the Queen. William, Kate and Harry make for 11. The other grandchildren are Peter Phillips, Zara Tyndall, Princess Beatrice, Princess Eugenie, Lady Louise Windsor, and Viscount Severn. Like all things royal, this is surely to be well watched this week. Prince Philip's body will reportedly be moved when the Queen dies so they can be together forever. The Duke's coffin will be placed in the royal vault at St. George's Chapel until the Queen passes. It is understood that he will then be buried with the Queen in the memorial chapel, their coffins interred together. Via a video tribute, 
Prince Charles said, My dear Papa was a very special person who I think, above all else, would have been amazed by the reaction and the touching things that have been said about him. Prince Andrew said, The Queen has described the loss of her beloved husband Prince Philip as having left a huge void in her life. He was a remarkable man. I loved him as a father. He was so calm. If you had a problem, he would think about it. He was always somebody you got to go to. We have lost the grandfather of the nation, and I feel very sorry and supportive of my mother. Sophie Wessex said the Queen was thinking of others before herself. Edward said his mother was bearing up, and that wave of affection for him and just those lovely stories just means so much. The tributes have been fantastic. People spoke with Charles Anson, former press secretary to the Queen, who said she would have thought about this moment several times, and her way would be to remain as steady and as calm as possible. That comes naturally to her through her temperament and her experience. In my years of working for her, she was always calm, no matter what was going on. But for any human being, this is a very cathartic moment. She has an enormous amount of family support for her and will also take comfort from the enormity of the support from all over the world. Buckingham Palace confirmed that Prince Harry would be returning to Britain for Prince Philip's funeral next weekend. With his travel plans in motion at the time of this recording, he may already be back in the UK as you listen. Prince Harry is likely to self-isolate for five days as he returns to the UK. Meghan Markle is not expected to join him. The Mirror reminds us anyone travelling to England must self-isolate for 10 full days. However, travellers can take a test five days after arriving in the country and may leave self-isolation if the test returns a negative result. This is the most likely option for Prince Harry unless he claims special status, according to diplomats. Sources said Harry has spoken to several members of his family, including Prince Charles, during his time making travel arrangements. Princess Anne has pre-recorded an interview with ITV that was to be broadcast after the Duke of Edinburgh's death. During the interview, Anne said that without Prince Philip around, life will be completely different. In the same special, Edward said, My parents have been such a fantastic support to each other during all those years, and all those events, and all those tours and events overseas. To have someone that you confide in, and smile about things that you perhaps could not in public. To be able to share that is immensely important. Palace Intrigue will be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Vox took a look at the coverage of Philip's death and declared the British media narrative of Prince Philip's death is about Meghan Markle, saying, It didn't take long, for example, for the Daily Mail to trot out a piece that emphasized Prince Philip's tough final year and the way the end of his life was marred, in part by a bitter fallout from his favorite grandchild, Harry and Meghan's decision to quit the firm. The Meghan is to blame memes, and the overall tone of the other snarky, cynical and critical memes that have emerged also suggest a distinct breakdown between media coverage of Prince Philip's death and the popular impression of it. While plenty of news outlets have struck a more typical tone of somber respect, social media has largely been full of irreverence, with users across various platforms employing memes and general insertions to remind us that Prince Philip came from a family with Nazis in it, 
though he opposed Hitler, to imagine Princess Diana greeting him in heaven with animosity. In fact, they were very close. And to recall his long history of alleged racist remarks with the kind of bluntness the press has largely eschewed. For example, one BBC obituary glossed over the issue of Prince Philip allegedly making racist comments by framing them as part of his tendency to be forthright, and offering other euphemistic spins which led to criticism of both Philip and the outlet. Vox adds, The levity isn't all related to politics. On TikTok, memes about Philip's death have been circulating for the past few weeks, with the jokes largely centering on the prince's suspected immortality or suspicions that he actually died weeks ago. But that more typical flavour of online humour has been vastly overshadowed by the recent royal family brouhaha. It's a reminder that the family is no closer to figuring out how to handle strong, independent women in its midst today than it was during Diana's ascendance. And there you have it. I'm Mark Francis. My thanks to John McDermott. This is Palace Intrigue. On five daily trivia questions, each day we ask five questions on one subject. This week's topics are Chuck Norris, Apple, the women of comedy, Michael Caine, and St. Patrick's Day. Think you know the answers? Follow five daily trivia questions wherever you get your shows, and there's an entire back catalog you can surf to get your daily trivia fix. Five daily trivia questions in under five minutes. Five daily trivia questions. Each week on the new podcast, The Top 11, we pick a theme and give you the top 11. This week, it's the top 11 events of the Roman Empire. The Colosseum is a very impressive piece of architecture and engineering, but did it make the list? Find out which Roman Empire event is number one. Follow The Top 11 wherever you get your podcasts.